0: morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. We are in chapter 8 of Proverbs this morning. Let's pray and get started. Father, we come before you. Bless this time as we study your word. God, help us to see uh, truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so uh, chapter 8 is going to look um, very similar because this is going to kind of reoccur throughout Proverbs. We'll see this again. Um, where Solomon as he's writing he again he pretty much repeats himself um, in a different way kind of uses different metaphors but you see here it's the idea of wisdom calling out to all people that it's there it's evident it's it's easy to to take hold of and listen to but most people many people ignore it okay Um, So let's go ahead and read and um, there's some things there's some nuggets here of gold and um, gems that we can pick out of this and I use that analogy because it's actually part of this passage this morning. So let's go ahead and read and, and we'll talk about it does not wisdom call does not understanding raise her voice on the heights beside the way at the crossroads she takes her stand beside the gates in front of the town at the entrance Of the portals she cries aloud. To you, O men, I call, and my cries to the children of man. O simple ones, learn prudence. O fools, learn sense. Hear, for I am speaking noble things, and from my lips will come what is right, for my mouth will utter truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing twisted or crooked in them. They are all straight to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Take my instruction instead of silver. And knowledge rather than choice gold for wisdom is better than jewels and all that you may desire cannot compare with her so it's very very similar to what we saw in Proverbs 3 4 um, and some of five uh, it's a very similar similar uh, image imagery here so wisdom is calling wisdom is in the streets raising her voice for all to hear Um, So, wisdom is there, it is present, and it seems to be obvious, it seems to be very obvious, according to Solomon. Now, again, Proverbs 1-7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So, the wise thing to do, that is the foundational verse for pretty much all of Proverbs, and that is repeated time and time again, the understanding of that, and that verse is actually quoted throughout Proverbs at different points. So if that is the foundation, so fearing God or respect for God, okay, love for God, putting God first in our life, if that is the wise thing to do, we gain that knowledge and then we submit to it and we apply it to our lives, that's the wise thing to do, then wisdom starts with that, okay? To, to have wisdom grow, to gain more wisdom, then we start with that, the first step of wisdom is to surrender to God and to to his will. And so as this is being written, obviously, Jesus has not come, he has not died yet um, on the cross. But it is prophesied. People are looking forward to some sort of of, um, saving from God. Okay, the Jewish people understand that that God is the one who provides salvation, God is the one who delivers. Okay, the whole idea of of, uh, Israel coming out of Egypt and God uh, providing a way for them. God is the one who delivers from slavery. Okay, God's the one who delivers from slavery to sin. God is the one who sets people free as he always would set his nation free. And to those who surrender to his will, surrender to his commands, will be a part of that family of God, they will be a part of Israel, and they will be blessed because if you surrender to God and do what he says, then you will be in the best place you could be in your life. So one great command that we have and one great call is that Jesus died on the cross and you put faith and trust in Jesus, you are born again, you were made a new creature in Christ, you have salvation, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, you are saved. And so that is the first step of wisdom because a person who has done that is a person who fears the Lord. If you fear the Lord, you fear the God of the universe, you respect him and his word, you believe he is real, you believe what he's telling you is true in scripture, then you will believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you believe the gospel of Jesus Christ, and you submit to it, and you submit to Christ and believe on his name, Um, Then you will be saved. That means you are you are surrendering to him That means you are entering into this this right understanding of having the fear of the Lord and respect for God So that is the foundation in the beginning of wisdom and then all other wisdom builds off of that Okay, all other wisdom builds off of that now you're gonna see something else kind of reoccur because we've already seen it And we're seeing it again here. You see Solomon mentioning a couple different kinds of people Now, if you look down at verse 5, it says, Simple ones, oh, simple ones, learn prudence, okay? Oh, fools, learn sense. Prudence is like cautiousness, to be cautious. Learn to be more cautious. Think about what could happen with what you're doing right now. How how is everything going to play out? Think about the future, um, the outcome. Um, So, simple ones, he's going to talk about fools. He'll talk about wicked people, and he'll talk about wise people. And so those are kind of like the four big ones that he refers to throughout proverbs and uh simple ones are ones who, who are so so absorbed in in the world they don't think about things to come they don't think about or ponder their place in the world even um, they're just so focused on what they're doing day to day they live day to day They don't think much about the future. They don't think about what happens now and how it impacts later. Um, It's not that they're stupid, although the term simple one is used, it's that they're, they're not thinking ahead. They're not thinking about tomorrow, okay? And that's why he says, simple ones, learn prudence. Be more cautious, think about what you're doing today, how it impacts tomorrow. Plan ahead, think about the future. You ever thought about, you know, what's going to happen when the time comes that you're old and death is coming? You know, what happens afterwards? Think about those things. Consider those things. And then fools are ones who know, but they just outright reject it. They're stubborn. They're selfish. They're foolish. Okay? It's fools who reject the fear of the Lord, as Proverbs one seven says. So he says, fools, learn sense. Wake up. Get some common sense. Stop being foolish and rejecting what you know is right. And then we'll see see him talk about wicked people, people who actively are working sinful things and enjoy it and and just revel in it. And what they're really doing is they think they have the best thing they could ever have, which is just causing chaos in the world around them and only thinking about themselves. When in reality, if they surrender to the Lord, there's greater joy in doing that. And that is who the wise are, the wise who fear the Lord and are obedient to his word. And so wisdom here is speaking herself. She's crying out, I'm very evident, I'm there. You know, in in, uh, Romans chapter 1, Paul talks about how God has made himself known in nature and that people are without excuse, um, that even, even though they haven't, heard of Jesus. They're still without excuse. They're held responsible for their sin because God has made himself known in nature. It's very evident that God is there, that there is a creator who has organized and designed everything because everything's so intricate and works together so well in all of all of nature and creation. It it's, can't happen by accident. And that's Paul's argument in Romans 1. And so when we look here and we see this, Wisdom is evident. It's everywhere. Solomon's preaching the same thing that Paul did in Romans one. It's very clear that there is a God, that there is a higher power and there is a order and structure to things. So wisdom, that truth is crying out. So surrender to this higher power, to this God that is evident in all of nature. Don't be selfish and only focus on yourself. Don't be simple. Don't be foolish. Because wisdom, when you find it, it is more precious than any material gain this world has to offer. God's Word tells us, the greatest commandment, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That is the most important thing you can ever do in your life, okay? Jesus tells us in a parable that to find that relationship with God, to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, is likened to the kingdom of God. When Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven, that's what he's talking about. He's not just talking about a place that's very nice and pleasant to live in. He's talking about a relationship with God. He's talking about a a fear of the Lord, a right understanding of who God is and who you are in your relationship with him. And that is of the utmost importance. That is the kingdom of heaven. Okay, that is the kingdom of heaven. Now he gives us a parable. He says that one day a man was working in a field and he came upon a treasure and the treasure was so great that he went and sold every other material thing that he had ever gained in order to buy that field to get that treasure that was in it. And he said that is what the kingdom of heaven is. The kingdom of heaven is that treasure in the field. And when you find it, nothing else in this world can compare to it. No material gain. No house, no car, no gold, no jewels, no silver, none of it can compare to the worth of having a relationship with your Creator, to be restored in that relationship, to have a right understanding of who He is, to respect Him, to fear Him, to love Him with all your heart. That is more precious, and nothing else you can ever desire can compare to it, as verse 11 tells us. And so that truth is being taught here. To know God, to fear God, is more important than anything you can ever attain. People will spend their whole life chasing after financial gain, wealth, um, power, control, uh, respect, all of those things. People chase after that, and in the end, one day they're going to be laying in their deathbed. They can't take any of that with them. They can't hold on to any of that, and they enter into eternity with none of it. But what you do carry into eternity is the relationship that you build with God right now. That's why it's so precious, is because it brings the most joy for one thing, and second, it's what goes into eternity with you, your relationship with God. That's why it is wise to surrender to the Lord and turn to Him and look to Him and cherish a relationship with God. And that's why God's word is so precious, because it is a direct connection to God Himself. It is His written word to us to draw our attention to Him, to learn more about Him. And it is precious. Okay, so I can keep going on forever about this, and we're going to be talking more on the same topic as we go through Proverbs. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, Proverbs points us to the greatest commandment love God. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Seek first a relationship with God more than anything else. I cannot stress that enough. I say it all the time because true joy stems from knowing God and cherishing him. All right. Thank you for joining me today. Have a wonderful and blessed weekend. Seek after God. Take care, and I'll see you again on Monday. Bye.